The flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. This is the Flogcast for round one. The season is upon us. The shit dumper from Richmond, Starburns, is here, and I'm joined by Mr. Moral Victory himself from St Kilda Cookson. Hello, what's up all? Proud player sponsor of James H from Collingwood, Morgan Ashley. Fuck off. <laughs> You're not meant to say that yet. You're meant to say it in about 30 seconds' time. From East Geelong, we have the head of the Geelong cheer squad, Teach. You go riding on the horses, baby. Fucking, I actually thought you were going to play the song. Could you not have played it? I can't believe you, you're fucking doing we, that. We will, we will come to that. And... Can you change your name from the shit number to the horse whisperer? <laughs> <laughs> and after a lengthy exile, he's been missing, presumably celebrating uh, the head of the campaign to return the Power Rangers Guernsey to Hawthorne Penal. <laughs> Yes, Richmond should have used that song instead. It would have been a much better fit, I would have thought. Maybe it could have just played Chopsticks at the start of the game. <laughs> and we are just about ready to go in, but we have one more flog with us, joining us for technically his first appearance, Bay 13's favourite soccer manager himself from Fremantle, Jose Mourinho. Hello. Fuck off, Jose. Jose! 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 Shouldn't you not be cheering for other London clubs, Teach? Geography's not his strong suit. He thinks East Geelong's a real place, so don't worry about it. You all he's... hang shit on Jose, but he's a good bloke. <laughs> Jose's Luke Hodge. You can go and get fucked. You were the one that didn't want to wait the two minutes to get... Yeah, you were the one who didn't want to wait for him. Anyway, let's get fucking right into it. And goo or tears, who wants to go first? I've got goo, and that's uh, Hawthorne. Oh. Hawthorne are still premiers, <laughs> the reigning <laughs> premiers, and they have been for, what, 1,100 days now or something? I don't know the exact number, but it's a long fucking time. I'm sure there's a thread somewhere day since someone other than Hawthorne has won the flag, so I'll just have to go load that one up. You know what? I don't think there is, but after this, I guarantee someone can <laughs> start it. But yeah, Josh Hawk or Hawk, something like that. <laughs> oh my god, those Hawthorne fans are so shit, man. I just post that thread, the Geelong thread, just baiting them both every time. We'll come to that thread yeah. later at yes. question time, I think. Who else wants to go? I'll go first with Goo. Goo over Lockie Weller. 
Mount and Daniel Pierce scoring those back-to-back super goals. Who, who Bloody you... handbag has went fist and knuckle off people? the ladder. I think Lockie Well is a young player that Ross Lyon has been forced to pick against his will just because he's knocked the door down. No, no, no that's Daniel Pierce. You're getting a mixed up. Daniel Pierce has to be picked always. Lockie Well is just a good-looking guy we had it found on the street. <laughs> you keeping him around so Nat Five doesn't run away? <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with this. Is what you call a stable pony. <laughs> hey, hey, you're sponsoring a stable pony. Not by choice. I tried to give them more money, they wouldn't let me. <laughs> I've got tears. I've got tears for every fucking moron on the Collingwood board who thought it was a good idea to sponsor James. <laughs> it wasn't. That'll show those Brisbane posters. And when he's playing in the PFL and we've got these stupid fucking badges, I'm sure Brisbane are going to be laughing on the other side of their asses. It's going to look great alongside some of the great badges of years gone past. At least we won't be the first people to get their badge removed because Brisbane had to get their Favola ones taken off. Oh, she's uh, full of fire, this she one. Is. Look hey, out. Yeah. So they got them back after Fev's latest victory. It's the best thing that's happened to the Brisbane Lions in 10 years. See, Fev, the real king of the jungle, not the Lions. <laughs> but to be fair, Brisbane have had a lot of bad luck with the, the player sponsors. Like, because um, I remember giving Paddles shit about this a couple of years ago, how like uh, all the Lions player sponsors in 2013 ended up leaving the club that offseason, like Yo Carnesis and Doherty or something. Silly longer. Player sponsorships are basically a kiss of death on Big Footy. They're either going to leave for another club and possibly become a superstar, or they're going to be fucking useless and they get delisted after. Yeah. A I think period. I think we've had uh, Jed Anderson as, as ours for a couple of years. So um, Barco was a popular that. one on the Geelong board. Taylor Adams must be the outlier. He's yep. the exception to the rule. But I think he's a prediction. Oh. I think we lost a mid-prediction. Yep. Um, well, to be fair, my player sponsor, Zach Dawson's never going to leave Ross Lyons Club ever. <laughs> he's the greatest player to ever grace football, to not be able to mark or kick a ball. Yeah, I know. He's. We bought Jose on because this week, it was a perfect week because Fremantle haven't really been playing and he's still found a way to work free. He's already named like five players I don't know. Stop. Well, everyone knows Zach Dawson. There's pictures to prove he exists. Hawks, <laughs> you were mid-prediction and we lost him. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah. My prediction is that if Buckley goes, that Taylor Adams will go in like a Mick and Daisy oh. fake dad situation. Wait, 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 wait. Who, who's uh... going to give Buckley another <laughs> Carlton? You can't. <laughs> Richmond next year, maybe? Or No, we're, we're stuck with our coach for even longer than Collingwood are, unfortunately. Um, uh-uh. But we will come We will come to the you extensions are later. You stuck with that fucking coach. We'll come, we to, re- we'll come to the extensions later. Coach for one year. We'll come to the extensions later. I'll say I've got goo. I've got goo. I think that St Kilda as young brigade are going to have a breakout season and will be dominant. Uh, if, Jack Billings. Oh, I fucking knew Australia. Jack Billings was coming. Fucking him. Billings, Dunstan, fucking Hugh Goddard. Watch out. Uh, uh, but you don't, you don't know Jack's brother-in-law said that St Kilda's youth is shit. Well, you don't know Jack's brother-in-law wouldn't know a player if he's right in front of him. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> But Billings is pretty good. He's no Bontempelli. He's no Bontempelli, though. No, not not in the slightest. If Bontempelli can't handle the tag, he'll be downhill from here on. Dogs might as well just lock up shop. Their club's shit. Stick a plug in it. They're done. (laughs) If they lose against Fremantle in round one, they're not going far. We have no Sanderlands. I don't don't expect to win this game. Teach still needs to go, I think. I think Teach dropped out, probably fell asleep. Oh, we lost Teach amongst all that. He's disconnected. We'll just say it's Patrick Dangerfield. It's guaranteed. Uh, It was the Kennedy guy. Anyway, I've got goo. I said... 
before we started that I'd surprise goo. Surprise goo is always the best kind of goo. Congratulations. And it is goo for Damien Hardwick. Oh, no. We're not being sure what you did this week. For the utter contempt he showed in the NAB challenge when the injuries hit. And people are criticising, but fuck it. I'm happy he took those players off the ground because that game's not worth jack shit. Yeah, Alvin and Carlton supporters said the same thing when they tanked. But this wasn't for four points. But if you want to create a losing culture, congratulations. You've waved the white flag. No, I'm, I'm on Starburn's side on this one. I don't know if it was the best thing they could have done, but you can see why they did it and they should be punished for it. And seriously, you get four or five injuries already in the game and it's like, well, fuck it. I know we're only playing Carlton in round one, but get the other important players off the ground. I'm sorry, but until you have to play Tony Armstrong twice in one day, don't come crying to me about injuries. Oh, you chose him. He wasn't the only one available. Fig Jam picked him. Yes, Collingwood just have no depth. Tony Armstrong's their 23rd best player. But no, that's my goo. And unfortunately, it was a very short reunion too of Teach and Penal because we've lost Teach already. Um, so And I don't think we're going to get him back. Better sleep. Or he's, he's got a late route. Yeah, but we will transition from that into the NAB because it did inspire some discussion about on the back of Eddie's proposal whether we should make it a cup again, which do people in the media have really short memories? Yes, because yes. It, when it was a competition, it was a fart. And everybody hated it. Yeah. Paul Ruse tanked. I've and, then, and if you so, lost it, you'd have going. to travel to fucking West Australia, then to Northern Territory, then fucking whoop whoop. Who was the pundit that said the winner of the NAB Cup should get an automatic finals place? Was that Eddie? Eddie? That was Eddie. We discussed it last episode. And everyone's talking about that. And now there's people talking about no NAB. It's like, was anything broken about this? Sure. We played with 15 at the end, but we weren't going to win. Oh, we fucked someone's margin bet in a NAB Cup game. It, it's the best thing for the players and for the like the current format it's the best thing for the players the coaches and the kind of general no, standard yeah, of the in-season yeah. competition no two games exactly. in three quarters is for the players so yeah you could, you, you could maybe tweak the the times and like the amount of players and substitutes like tweak that but don't mess with the overall format of the preseason. if you really wanted to do it like maybe in the games if they're that concerned by what Hardwick did fucking don't limit how many players can be played I mean yeah. it's just look at preseason season in like NFL it's just rock up play games go home soccer yeah. is rock up play games go home it's like why do we need to make things properly it's just get the players get some match rhythm into them so they're good for round one so we don't see sloppy shit yeah everyone hated the nab and like Cookie you, you know this is St Kilda supporter how much did you like that Wizard Cup win of yours oh Lenny Hayes was just completely a static yeah and Grant, Grant Thomas yeah, loved well, it too he had a face like a smacked ass <laughs> um, if you don't, don't get another chance highlight of his career it was and be, yeah, because he looked like Nathan Buckley, sorry, when he won the, he won the fucking Norm Smith. That's what happened. But anything else we got on the NAB or whether it should exist, how it should be, is there like, it's amazing how something like this can actually just all of a sudden people go fucking crazy. Oh, you, the actually, AFL media is never overreactionary at all. Like, yeah, we have a week off before finals because of resting players on the eve of it last year. And now we have people talking about revisiting the NAB. It's like, let's take a step back. It's essentially basically preseason. In NFL. Yeah, that's what Cookie said. And you manage it, and that's the only time to look at the rookies. And yeah, if you're betting on it and you're getting screwed over by Hardwick playing 15, that's your own fault for betting on a nab game because who bets on a nab game? <laughs> 
Kadinya Park did have Adelaide over 40 against Gold Coast. They should realise <laughs> when they're betting on these games, it's a, there's risks involved with all gambling, such yeah, as the like, other team may not give a crap because it's a pre-season game. I mean, she gives them financial it's, like, it's like people who complain about um, buying a house in the middle of Woolpoop and wondering why the price doesn't go up. It's basically buyer's remorse. They think, oh, free money because they've seen the team sheets and then they realise that, you know, the team with the lesser players is actually only going to play the stars for a half and take them all off. Except if you're a line, you keep them on all the time. For all the other teams to death. Well, you would you do that and you still win. Or if you're Carlton, you've got no stars to play in the first place. Yeah, <laughs> well, they don't even best 22 anymore. Well, okay, Morgs, you did want to come to this, so... It gives me great pleasure to discuss the demise of Dale, the money-hungry flog. It makes me just full of glee every time I see Eddie do something great or Jeff Garlett do anything at all and Chris Yaron somewhat in Richmond's Fat Club. But, like, Dale, you fucking mom. <laughs> you deserve everything you get. All 750000 a year of it. Like, 750000 reasons why you should be the guiltiest man. <laughs> but 750000 reasons to just laugh even harder at Carlton. I love the fact that he was getting slammed for not being able to kick a football. Like, as Jose was saying, before even Zach Dawson can kick a football. I'm into Daisy has shriveled up. He was a superstar and now he is a super spud. He's the reverse Xer. Seriously, not even Fremantle would put him in his forward, their forward line. Essendon wouldn't take him as a top up <laughs> currently. Right. They're like, can't we get that Ariel Steinberg? Um, we've taken up players with Fremantle. We take up, you know, known forwards like Chris Tarrant and then put him in the back line because we're that good. Cop that. Where's Colin Sylvia? Fat club. <laughs> <laughs> Something just can't be saved. Colin Sylvia's like Daisy. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, Freeman always gives second chances to every player. No, but Daisy was a footballer once that delivered. Daisy's shitness at the moment. There are a lot of players who are, you know, shit and they never reach great heights. And some of them probably not quite as bad as Thomas is now, but not much better. But Thomas was actually somewhere and now he's getting paid money and that's what makes it kind of funny. And I didn't hear on the AFL roundtable thing. Apparently, Cruiser was offered a lot more money to go somewhere, which I wasn't aware of. And maybe this fact is wrong, but took half at Carlton. And I was thinking, why the fuck can't Carlton? afford to pay him as much as whatever that other club was paying and then you remember oh, they got Daisy Thomas <laughs> yeah but who else is paying all their salary cap I mean what Mark Murphy Bryce Gibbs well yeah they had to keep him somehow I guess I want to know which club is offering Matty Cruz a double Western Bulldogs they'll kill for have any decent keepers yeah. players Fremantle well on the Tom Boyd scale paying oh, don't say that oh, if I said that it would be obsession <laughs> we try to get Casbolt Casbolt would have been a good pick up for us guy can kick outside 60 metres and kill a few Eagles fans in the crowd literally he would have deflated when he anchors on the top of the fucking roof <laughs> someone has to do it anything else on daisy thomas he's gone down like carlton's you know last 10 years he's, he will become the cautionary tale of free agency he literally he's, went down quicker than kim duffy would he's the perfect metaphor for carlton once great now completely and utterly shit and a joke for all especially collingwood <laughs> not even best 22 it's like You're liam jones is getting game ahead best of him 22 at carlton Jason Scott. They have like seven Irish guys. <laughs> Aren't they still paying like a help? They say Ross Lyon destroys clubs. Jesus Christ, Mick Moldhouse destroyed a club. No, they were kind of already on their way down, oh, but Mick oh, Moldhouse oh, really gutted them. Because oh, yeah. no, oh, they, sure. they thought they were yeah. in the premiership window when Mick came yeah, in. And they... do, guys. Let's not be so narrow minded and think it's all Mick. Oh, they were long before. Let's move on to something else from the NAB, and it was a while ago. It was probably just after we recorded, actually, this story broke, and it's from Morgs's shining light for 2016 prediction, um, Alex Fasolo. He's taking the piss. 
<laughs> Alex for solo, he's taking a piss. I don't get that. He did I keep really, falling balls that night, dickheads. No, I really don't get it because the solo put a blanket over. He made it look discreet as humanly possible for everyone. <laughs> then it's like, okay, look it's okay to piss if it's discreet. He's pissing. It's like, so if someone puts a blanket over your leg, they're all right to piss on well, the other cookies. It's, it's no, okay to breastfeed like, in public. This is like the it's same concept. The, the, the grandmas at St Kilda, they just put the, the old blanket over them. <laughs> Why is it a big deal? Would we I rather eat I did not go to the toilet there. They're not fit to piss in. That was seriously the best place to go. It is Geelong. It is shit old stadium, so I guess he's taken it literally a bit. I mean, it was Foxtel's fault. I mean, if Foxtel didn't bring attention to it, it would have been fine, but... I don't get what's the big issue. Did I write him walking down the tunnel taking a piss on the wall or something? Did he do something that we don't all do? Yeah. I don't exactly get a blanket out to piss, you know, where... Well, it's, it's PG-15. Let's not pretend you don't piss sitting down. You go find a tree somewhere where there's no one nearby. Yeah, but it's a bit of a sports <laughs> Stadium. Yeah, but you never, you never know where Bruce McAvaney is. You have to walk to fucking Mogg's Creek just to find a tree. <laughs> Maybe teach the open up like his house first on East Geelong. That would be perfect for him. Yeah, just take a piss off the pier. Nothing else on for Solo? It's a non-issue. When he's an All-Australian squad yeah. member, he no one will care about this. And I'm, it really is a storm in a big cup. <laughs> I'm sure Collingwood players have done far worse things in like dungeons and clubs and that, you know, with piss involved. So it's non-issue. <laughs> You're talking smoke and shadow behind the mirrors there? Smoke and... Piss behind the mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> but instead of Snapchat, being pissed. Bubbling even. Um, anything else on the NAB challenge? Can we get rid of the fuck super goal? Because that's really a stupid Oh, rule. yes. I fucking hate the super goal. It's a great rule. Oh, oh fuck off, Jose. It's, it's not a great, great rule, rule if when a team is like eight points behind and with 10 seconds to go, they don't take the opportunity to kick a nine-pointer to it win is, it. It is a shit rule. Like, literally, I don't know whether other people have anything like this, but super goal is the rule that if it ever came in, that would be it for me. I'd be over the game. Mm. That is the one rule I can think of if they brought that in. And some people, for some people, it's like zones or other things. For me, it's a super goal. If a super goal came in, it's not the same game anymore. I don't want a bar of it. I thought this was like where we do the trial and error for things that might work, like the out-of-bounds rules and shit, the extra umpires, blah, blah, blah. Like, the, yeah, when they've, they've, they've kind of just goals. kept this in and keep using it every year. Oh, they do it because NAB kick in the money every time someone kicks one. And that's great. That's really nice of NAB to donate yeah. to, like, just... to those kind of things. And it's good for, like, junior clubs and country kids and fucking all that shit. Fantastic. But if the grounds you're playing at, the scoreboards can't even support the system, it's ridiculous. Like, having to add one goal and three points when people just <laughs> the goal when they were playing in bumpfuck Egypt. Uh, how was your road trip? It was it was fun. No, actually, I passed out. It's the second quarter. It was so <laughs> Anything else on the rule changes we had in the NAB? Oh, uh, I think the deliberate rule might actually be all right. At some stage, someone's going to fuck it up in a big way. Of course, like everything. But, but so far, it looks good. If you try enough to ask, you create but, enough yeah, they, rules. They've already get... been fucking up the looser interpretation like the last 10 years in a big way. So what, what could be worse? Go, the shot clock rule, that can go and get fucked. Like We want to improve people's goal kicking and stuff like that. How is putting 30 seconds into Travis's head? He can't count that far. <laughs> That's all I'm going to And then, like, burnt. we have to give the ball back or something. No, it's, it's like, cool. Play on. Don't worry. He's got the protected space, yeah. so it's going to take a bit of time before someone gets to him. And I like the protected space, too, especially because it does allow players to step around, which nothing should be more than the guys who were allowed to get within two or three metres of the players stepping around. Like, say what you want about that, but that initiative to actually line up sideways and take the step around was quite a 
skillful thing that I think Stevie J brought in. And it was becoming farcical with how close players were allowed to stand. I like it. I like that because it will give an excuse to our mids who don't run the other way as to why they're standing five metres away. Like, <laughs> they won't look like they're cheating you mean, you as mean, much. You mean like this, the five-year contract still side They're obeying the rules, yeah. Go. No, what, what I found really <laughs> fucked up is that umpires struggled to count 15 metres on kicks. Like, they got really stupid with that. This is why they brought in a woman. It's like five-metre kicks, yeah, that's a mark. Like, 30-metre kicks, no mark. It's like, it can't be... Apparently, they've started mowing the grounds in 10-metre blocks. Finally. It just reminds me... And of the, but it's uh, 15 metres, so that'll confuse them even more. Well, no, because it's one and a half, you know? Well, yeah, I don't think they're smart enough to get that. Why can't like, we just do 15 metres? Probably... I think the reason is because it's a 10-metre protected area and it's 50 metres for the penalties and stuff like that. Or maybe it's because so... they only had a 10-metre mower. The mower's not actually 10 metres. We're going to need a bigger mower. <laughs> I think consistency is in the Adelaide Fremantle game that we had. Oh, God. Um, I think it was um, Sutcliffe at one time. You know, it was a normal 15-minute kick, you know, from the centre of the goal. Who? The, a Fremantle player kicked it to another Fremantle player. And, you know, Please just refer to the... them all as that unless they're five. Thank you. Yeah. And they, you know, the behind area, you know how you just kick side to side? No, don't talk about his behind area. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. And yeah, in one of the games, the umpires just called play on when in any other game would have been a 15 metre kick. Oh yeah, they they do kind of do that if you take the unaggressive kick and it barely goes the distance. They seem to call play on a lot. And then when any time a Hawthorne player does their little kick gameplay, it's magically 15 metres. I'm sorry, Oh, Teach, okay, play. We just that, saw a shooting Full of it. No. Did you wish for Teach to come back? No. I didn't even make a wish. Fuck. Well, no for Soli for all Australian. I wish to see <laughs> Another shooting star that was sick. Did and I wish for like North to get young players. That's not gonna happen. All right, nothing else on the nab challenge. We win. Preseason games don't fucking change them. What they should do, like this was a thing they did a couple years back when the NAB Cup was actually a thing, and this is the one thing they did right. The two teams that weren't playing in the NAB Grand Final played their last kind of challenge practice match whatever under regular season rules so fuck off all the super goals normal rules and yeah, normal true. rotations and bench that's what i kind of like to see if we're going to go with a three game nab challenge play the last one under regular season rules just to yeah, kind of no, get the i think that's good because if they're going to like you find that in the third game it's most like your best team right which are just like Everybody gets to play. Oh, it's just, it just, it's not even about the team. It's just more about, you know, reacclimatizing to the right rules and like the right way of playing the game. Anyway, let's move on from the nab and we'll go to the thing you all wanted to talk about. Oh, the worst thing about Teach not being here is that he's not going to sing it again. Richmond's horses. Oh, fuck. Look, sometimes oh. you just have to just put your hands up and say, We done fucked up. Yeah, what? I've got nothing. Someone deserves to lose their job over this. This is just fucking ridiculous. Like, this is much, much worse than the Collingwood hip hop squad. Or the Essendon flash mob. It's worse than doggy doggy dog. It's nearly as bad as Port Power with their fake tradition 11 weeks of the year. No, yeah. It's so much worse than Port, sorry. No, no, they do it all year. Yeah, but this is worse. This will disappear. This will go away. At least they were the first in our league to do it. Like, you're, you stole someone else's song. <laughs> we didn't just steal the song. We tried to steal everything. Like, have you seen the Photoshop? We tried to steal the 48% too. Is this because they tried to steal your colours? Probably, yes. What it said about is merged. not the fact that they've done it, it's the fact that they've done it before we could do it. Like, where was our chance to, to bring out Daryl Braithwaite? You know? He's stealing our traditions. I'm pissed. It won't matter when Hawthorne merge with Melbourne in about a few years anyway. Maybe they're realigning themselves to merge with Richmond. <laughs> 
Same colours, same songs. We don't want to move to Tasmania. That's all right. You can move to Dingley. New stadium at Punt Road. <laughs> we'll come to the new stadiums. But it would be bad enough on its own without the lip sync battles. Oh, God. <laughs> what strikes me as strange is, like, these are the kind of things that, like, try-hard clubs do to bring in supporters. Like, you you have managed like, like North, to keep... basically. You have managed to keep supporters through everything your club has done to them. Like, you somehow kept them, and this is what you do. Like, hey, guys. This is how you... You repay them, loyal fans. Well, as someone who is, obviously, yes, I would rather my team um, waited until the game started before they embarrassed me, not fucking during the breaks and beforehand and, you know, with fucking the Photoshop, which is, well... Terrible. Seriously, if that was a float in the Mardi Gras, you wouldn't look sideways at it. Like, so, it looks like they're riding unicorns. Yes, it does look like, <laughs> like they're riding <laughs> fucking unicorns. Rainbow unicorns. No horse is that white. And if, if I get there and they're fucking brown, I'm going to be spewing. Oh, don't like, be racist. Like their finals campaign. And they do a unicorn. It's like a distraction to hide away from that. We got unicorns. Well, to be fair, unicorns in September are about as rare as watching <laughs> The thing I don't get, though, is just we're AFL supporters. We don't want this fucking cringeworthy horse shit pregame entertainment. Fuck oh, that shit. crap off to America. <laughs> we support a man's game for manly men. None of this. No, I just want. <laughs> I love manly men who wear tight, tight shorts. <laughs> just get people playing football. Have a VFL game, a reserves game. Just football for football's sake just not this bullcrap some of the things that clubs are coming up with these days are getting fucking really ridiculous and this is probably peak who would have thought that we would peak after a hovercraft <laughs> they got the lion as well Brisbane tried bringing a lion but then they couldn't get a real lion so they couldn't inflate one but then they got Brian the lion for the banner or whatever that was <laughs> he's, still, he's still around though around. Isn't he? a north shower curtain but this is the peak surely this is the point where it is just so ridiculous that from here no no one's look I hope someone tops I really hope someone tops this because it's fucking it's embarrassing but I just don't see how anyone tops this yeah but it's like St Kilda burning a dwarf like how do you top it you just can't burn a normal human being oh that's You're saying so... dwarves are lesser yeah <laughs> well, well technically, yeah. technically they are lesser but yeah Seriously. you know what I mean Jose you should go to St Kilda with that attitude Jose do you not value Hayden Ballantyne Jose I value the Hobbit very much so we should set fire to Hayden Ballantyne. Yeah, that, that's something I think all 18 clubs could get behind. Yeah, maybe we'll do it as some pre-match entertainment better than fucking riding on the horses. We've saved the it's, AFL it's again. It, it, no, I mean, like, they should make the annual R- Richmond Hawthorne game, which Richmond always <laughs> fucking win. They should do it for the Horses Cup or something like that. <laughs> and, and, you know, Richmond always beat us, so they can have all the embarrassment of being presented with it after the game, so. What about the pre-match entertainment? Taken off to the glue Anzac Day. I've got to go to Anzac Day, we get James Hurd, we get Collins Sports with Rotten Fruit, just pop James Hurd. I mean, everyone should support that. That doesn't go far enough. Like, we should get the fucking guillotine and get James Hurd out there. And a Guillotine's a French word, so that's probably the best way to get rid of James. Yeah, that's actually a good yeah, way. But what else do we have on the horses? It's peak idiocy from a club, and it's just, I'm really disappointed. I can't laugh at it. It's idiocy from a club who doesn't need to do that. No, no, we don't. Like, you're better than this. Like... But literally, when you think about it, every club should consider themselves above this, except perhaps the franchise clubs like GWS, Gold Coast, Port Adelaide. It's it's a waste of money, really. I mean, do you justify? You have to clean up horse shit as well. It's not the money. It's your brand. Like, you are cheapening who you are. 
Yeah. Yes, your brand is more valuable than... Than Bingle. And whoever wants to do a fucking lip-sync battle. See, seriously, Lara has more credibility than Bingle does. You want a lip-sync battle? Just bring Ellie Goulding back. Just play Eye of the Tiger. Uh, I love Ellie Goulding. Touch me like you do. <laughs> this is going to be the biggest part since Meatloaf. It could be worse, but yeah, I got nothing. Do we want to move on? Well, at least it makes you signing Hardwick not so embarrassing. <laughs> All right, there's the transition. We'll go to the coaching extensions, and yeah, we haven't had a good few weeks. <laughs> My prediction is right down the shitter. You haven't had a good few weeks. See, we weren't the only ones to give a coach with serious question marks an extension, but we were the only one to give him more than one year. And ours is one a final. <laughs> Back when he had yeah. Mick Mulder. Doesn't matter. List. Doesn't matter. It does. They're both failures, Morgs. So. I, well, mine's only failure. I think Richmond made a mistake, but I also think Collingwood and Brisbane, who gave the one year extensions, I oh. also think they made mistakes. Like, why, what is the point? of a one-year extension it doesn't show enough faith it doesn't really get i mean you know you're trying to get rid of the speculation but i don't see the point it doesn't matter when you can just sack him anyway <laughs> what do you guys it, it, think about um ross lyons extension no one thinks about ross lyons well it's not worth the paper it's printed on <laughs> things that does, ross lyons, no one else thinks about ross lyons only yeah, that's what, is ross lyons management negotiating that or is ross lyons himself negotiated that probably ross probably strangling the other side going give me more seasons jose you shouldn't put too much faith in Ross Lyons' integrity and honesty. To be honest, Fremantle were an absolute rabble before Ross came to the club. Oh, a lot better. You had halves. He was onto the West Coast conspiracy of them bugging your headquarters and stuff. Halves is a bloody crazy person. He should be in a mental asylum. Well, he's at Essendon. <laughs> but no, the coaching extensions, ours, I'm severely disappointed, but I was resigned to this happening. The one that really, I think, will baffle most oh, people, sorry. though. Lepich. Lepich. Yeah, definitely. Oh, on, on what, what are you guys? He's got one of the worst lists in the comp, and let's not hide from that. And they've had a bad culture, but at some point you gotta you got to hold off and you just got to see. Like, maybe he's not the wrong guy. Well, yeah, that's the thing about that one-year time period. It's not really a good show of faith. Like, Brisbane are bottoming out. They're probably still in that development phase where it's going to take a, a few, three, four years. And if you only give him a one-year contract, you're saying, well, we don't know if you're the right guy to take us through this. They could find out this year, but they, they might have to keep him for another year, because this isn't Richmond or Collingwood who could, you know, we could afford the payouts. This is Brisbane who not only have no money, but actually are that far in debt that they might be the worst financial club in the AFL. And being not based in Victoria, they wouldn't have the same sort of intense media speculation around the coach if he was coming oh. out of contract at the end of the year. Like, I get that, okay, from Collingwood's perspective it kind of makes a little more sense, because you don't want to deal with the media kind of hounding around Buckley's contract so will he or won't he go so but Brisbane wouldn't get that so it doesn't make any sense but yeah the other thing about the Lepich one is that like that club's so fucking busted that they don't know whether he's the right guy they don't know if he's the wrong guy but it's not really setting a good standard to be extending a guy who hasn't shown anything good there's been bad things there but he hasn't shown anything good has he stopped the exodus No, no they lost highly prized draft picked James Ayesh who they didn't even develop. They've obviously spawned the nickname Looney Leper to kind of carry on the legacy of Crazy Vossi. Crazy like, like, if you didn't know Vossi had been sacked, you'd say, well, still he's still in charge. 
are. It's like honestly, nothing's changed at Brisbane in the I last couple of years. Changed. Well, they've got Brian the Lion, so people are actually going on, there. On, on field. Leopard should have got his contract renewed. Brisbane are expecting a wooden spoon. They didn't get one. That was because the dogs rested a few players in the last round of the season. Oh, hang on a second. Yep. They were not expecting a spoon. They were expecting finals. If you want to go back to their board, fucking idiot. Well, Carlson were expecting not to lose a game last year, and look where they ended up. Them <laughs> expecting to play finals um, is what got me my stupid bench. Well, the other thing that makes me laugh about Brisbane is I heard this this week. Do you know that Brisbane are worst in the AFL for contested possessions? Yeah, because what they do yeah. is seriously that's with, is just that's where kick it around. That's with a crab on their list, yeah. But worst in the AFL for contested possessions and they have ineffectual mids. Like, do the midfield do anything good? No, they just chip it around like all day. This is what Tendai Mazongu from, okay, a Fremantle player yeah. noticed <laughs> that, um, yeah, they, they just hand pass it back and then the Fremantle player picks the fourth Brisbane player and tackles him because he knows that ball's going to go there because they're predictable. That's like Jared Grant of all people not like matching up on Lewis Taylor. <laughs> they're predictable as hell. <laughs> the Jared Grant. And they are big wusses as well, they're midfielders. Oh, yeah, Tom Rock says hi. We've touched on Hardwick. We've gone into Lepich. What do we think of Fig Jam's extension? Well, I think he's been a bit unlucky, especially with the injuries before the season before. But no, no, last like last year was an coach. epic. Last year was an epic choke. He should have made finals. And half you would know epic chokes. I, I think we'll yeah. know halfway through the year if this was good or bad. Like, it's too early mm. to call. Like, my gut feel tells me contract extension is kind of not the right thing. But, you know, halfway through the year, it might look like a really smart thing. And then I'll probably extend it for longer. This wouldn't have happened if he wasn't Eddie's love child. Like, yeah. but I actually mean the speculation wouldn't happen if he wasn't Eddie's yeah, love yeah. child and he hadn't been given the role. If he was a different coach in the role. If, if he was Alan Richardson, it wouldn't matter. Like, no, there wouldn't be the same speculation. No, but because um, he's, he was one of those herd boss Buckley thing. He's the last man standing. And even if he does get sacked, he's still the best of the three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, he hasn't I, got much competition there. Seriously, if you have a look at the players, like on paper, we've, like, we've done nothing. We've done nothing and achieved nothing. But on paper, we have a decent list now. They, they had a like, terrible off-season, though, I mean, with the player movements. They lost Seedsman. I don't know how they're going to recover. I think we put um, inanimate Rod. But a lot of the players that have come to us and have chosen us over other clubs have done so because of Buckley. Jesse White. And, and, oh, that's, what, that's what everybody Tony tells Armstrong. everybody to say. That's like Cooney going to Essendon because of Spongy Perth. Sydney offloaded them like, with lols. Players will say anything that they want, you know, to justify it. The only player who I can think of who actually went somewhere Dale. because of the reason they said was Dangerfield because he wanted to get to Mogs Creek. Pissing no, the bushes. because he's, his fiance and his balls. That's all that too. So, so, I guess they want to have a root in the bushes. This is the thing that makes me lol, and this is getting a bit off topic, but the rumours that Carlton are heavily into Callum Ward and that Ward might be interested. Like, how do you sell that if you are Ward, leaving the Giants after he pitching the dogs? He's managed to pretty much get by scot-free for being a mercenary. He's dodged that because they're worth- If he goes to Carlton, he'll break Spider Everett's record for the most, I think Spider Everett has a record for most career losses. He'll break that record comfortably and he'll get very rich doing but it. Spider Everett has a premiership thing, doesn't he? No, no, he didn't. Spider Everett arrived at the Swans just after they won and left Hawthorne just before they oh, won. Oh, okay. Yeah. And yeah, he was at St Kilda in the early 2000s, like when they were shit and then like Grant Thomas comes Brilliant in and they start preference. making finals and then he comes to us when we're like in the last years under Schwab, first years under Clarkson where we're like 15th. <laughs> but yeah, that's what Callum Ward has to look forward to, I think, if he does go to Carlton. But that's just, I'd love to know what his reason for coming to Carlton would be. Same reason everyone else goes to Carlton. Money. Yeah. Brown cute. paper bags. But he's earned every dollar he's gotten from GWS. Like, better scholar. Agreed. But see it out, seriously. Is Callum Ward going to be the next Daisy like, Thomas? No, because probably his 
body will probably hold up. Thomas was in the Merc. Thomas followed Fake Dad as Morgan. Yeah, said. he followed Fake Dad to have kids kick before the game, and because Carlton said he could still go surfing, and Buck said no. <laughs> Seriously? Jeez. So Bucks is anti-surfing. No, Bucks is anti-surfing when you're in rehab and when you go and injure yourself again and you don't do your rehab. Yeah, I agree with Buckley on that one, actually. Yeah, so he he was off fucking rotten waves, man. So is this why Bucks got an extension? Because he just doesn't let them surf? So how long, no fun, man. So how long will Jeremy Halby at the club for before he breaks another finger? <laughs> yeah, don't go surfing when you're in rehab, no, but go play Jeremy Greenwood are allowed to go surfing because they do the other stuff. Let's move on if we've got nothing else on the coaching extensions. Can we, can we talk about the other one? There is no other one. Ross Lyon. Yeah, exactly. Let's go. What'll right. that make it? Like, by the time that contract's over, what'll that be? Like, 14, 15 years without a premiership? <laughs> That's actually a record. 25, 26, 27, 28, and no one isn't. West Bulldogs. He'll have broken Rocket Eads record for most games without a flag by then, because Eads'll be gone from the Suns. Oh, no. Or will have won one. I think one Ross would have won a premiership, I reckon. Could oh. be this year I next think year. their window was last year, and they missed it, tragically. Yep. The window slammed shut. Yeah, they, Stiffich slammed but, it shut, clearly. By the time they actually get a key forward, like, I don't know, Mc, but yeah, what's McCarthy? He's getting got, it all next year. He's got, no, he's, he's, you know, McCarthy's going to lose all his talent playing yeah, local football. Yeah, no, and then by the time he's gone, you know, Mundy and Barlow and Sandlands will be gone, so. Uh. And all your backs are like Alex Silvani and Zach Dawson, no <laughs> one there. Zach Dawson's the greatest backman. Well, ha- ha- how do you replace Zach Dawson? Like, once he retires, you're screwed. Yes, yeah, he yeah, what? I mean, he played in defence a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, I heard it went well. No, it actually was much better than Ford. <laughs> That's set in the bar high. Got to set it somewhere. Let's move on to, if we're finished on Ross Lyon, please be finished on Ross Lyon. If you mention Um, him again, you're getting cut off. Stadium proposals, and I must admit, what the fuck's going on? Everyone wants to build a stadium. As I said, Richmond's not out of good few weeks after Eddie jumped at his 60,000-seat stadium, which is a pretty shit idea anyway. Now Richmond want to build the 40,000 one at Punt Road, which, one, there's barely the room, two, there's a heritage stand, and three, we don't need a third fucking stadium that we would never play in no, because yeah. it only holds 40,000. But I heard on the radio tonight Brendan Gale speak, and the AFL approached them and discussed with them about the possibility of making that. And Yeah, that was when Vlad was in charge. Yeah. And Richmond turned around and went, nah, piss off luck, it's ours. But because no, Eddie's got an idea, Brendan's gone, hang on, guys, we've got one, we've got one. Let's sit down together. Obviously, Eddie's plan must have some sort of Collingwood angle to it for and, us to... And it hasn't come out yet, but it will. It's going to have to come out. Someone's clearly gone through the proposal and found the Collingwood angle, and, and now Brendan Gale's done the Richmond one, because Carlton probably don't have the money to put one together for Optus Oval, which is, if you're ever going to build surely that's the, a that's third stadium the, where something exists, you go to Optus Oval. It's there, guys. It's... <laughs> Corner. Well, Waverley like will a... be available pretty soon once we move to Dingley. So but it will still be in the middle of nowhere. Whereas well, Optus Oval is there. There is trams to it. There are stands. It's ready. Not that we need a third stadium anyway, but hey, let's yeah. let's just talk about it. When Eddie had changes over, just change the ticketing a little bit and you don't have to open all the levels. It wasn't even a third stadium, too. Really Eddie was like, demolish Eddie had stadium as well. Yeah, he wants to demolish Eddie had. This is much, which is, no, this is much bigger than just AFL. There's a very big reason behind demolishing Eddie had and it's got nothing to do with football. Oh, because all the land. Yeah, yeah. and because worth. the fact yeah. that it is like from Southern Cross Station or whatever, you cannot look from there and see Docklands. You can't look and see the water. You won't be able to if they knock down Etihad either. They'll put buildings there. Yeah, put a giant apartment block. Well, they're not going to put one fucking giant building, are they? Then you'd be able to see. They're going to put a lot of giant fucking buildings. Yeah, and get a lot of money. This is looking like a basically another Carlton-like investment. With yeah, but Carlton, is so, Carlton is so stupid. Instead of saying, "Hey guys, we've got something," they went, "We agree with Eddie." You think <laughs> it? 
You've got it. This is how you can make some money, morons. Now Eddie wants to build a 60,000-seater next door to the MCG because that's really going to work well for scheduling with all the public transport. <laughs> Two games on at the same time at the same fucking place. Yeah. And where are people going to buy? The fucking Yarra Park's barely big enough anyway for the amount of people who drive. So, well, yeah, what happens when there's a concert on and there's rugby on and there's Soccer. fucking netball at Hisense and then a game at the G and whatever and a microwave session at Front Row? Like, fucking Jesus. This is like the ultimate insult, but that's such a fucking WA idea because they wanted to build <laughs> a new stadium next oh, yeah, to Subiaco before they eventually got some sense into them and settled on Burswood, so. This idea from Eddie isn't too far removed from his idea about the NAB Cup and finals. But look at you all still, you're just eating it up. You're still talking about it. Yeah, so what, what is he trying to cover for? What's the smoke and noise? What's happening behind the shadows? He's actually got very influential people thinking it's a good idea, so it's concerning. This guy gave Bucks an extension. We we need to question his ideas a little bit. Regarding Subiaco, to be fair, it was in politics, really. Bloody Barnett wanted to build it in Burswood and McGowan wanted to build it somewhere else. Where's the dump button? (laughs) Someone press the button we used on Teach before. (laughs) But yeah, I also don't get it. Like, they figured out that building your own stadium is stupid as hell. Why the hell do you want to go in it again when they have the MCG and shit? Hey guys, do you know there's a third stadium in Geelong? Yeah. But that's a shill, though. Like, they should close that fucking Geelong stadium down. That is the 40 thousand seat stadium now though or it will be once it's built Geelong might be in a lot of debt so why, why can't the dogs play down there it's the same distance they're trying to but AFL's saying no yeah let's go play in Bendigo instead Dog, the dogs should play in Ballarat I think that would work because yeah, they're going to pay a lot of money to upgrade that one too like all this money into stadiums that really don't need it yeah, fucking play in Eddie had played the MCG there's two perfectly just good keep, stadiums just, if there's a problem with Eddie had it's going to be a lot cheaper to fix it and everyone will make money in the end and then when the time comes like you've done the but hard it's... yards of not making money, dudes. We're nearly at the end of it. Yeah, yeah Eddie exactly. Eddie isn't perfect, but it's not as much of a debacle as, say, A and Z. You don't need to be kind of searching for an alternative at this point. Make Take some money out of Eddie Had before you fucking sell it, because I guarantee you, the longer you hold onto it, the more valuable that land's going to become Seriously, anyway. this is why none of the clubs that operate out of there have any money, because it's fucking dumb. Well, this is Eddie's idea, too. Maybe he's trying to sink all their battleships. It's going to take forever before someone actually builds over those rail yards, too, as Eddie's proposal says because it's going to have to be something that everyone's going to fucking want. So those rail yards are going to be there for a long time to build over if you just hang on to Eddie Had. Anyway. Save up, bank that money from Eddie Had, then sell it when it's worth like four billion some shit. Penal mentioned ANZ and whilst we are on Eddie, uh, the coal is shifting all their games. Well, it was going to happen. ANZ's fucking a shithole. It's the worst stadium in the oh, country. and Justify it by going it's a shithole when you tell somebody a month in advance. <laughs> that was pretty funny. It, Eddie, Eddie got so angry. But if it was wasn't our club, it would be people be going. Oh, you poor people having to spend forty extra minutes on the bus. No, most of the people that are staying in the city won't be. Would find it easier. It's not the point. The point is, yes. you can't just make a decision and change it and not tell the other team that's involved. Like if we did this to them, they'd literally cry until October. You're crying now. I'm not crying. You you brought it up. Yeah, but Eddie Eddie but had Colin to be fucking crying. Sook. And what did it achieve? It, it got compensation. It got our support. Porter's catered for, and we're done. What, you got compensation? You got compo? The AFL gave our people who had paid for accommodation in Homebush, it gave them compensation. Who the fuck pays for accommodation in Homebush? Well, people who don't want to spend
spend 50 minutes on a Sydney train? I didn't think yes, there was that anything would, at Homebush. That, that would mean you'd have to sleep in Homebush. Like, I would prefer staying in the city centre <laughs> and taking a fucking two-hour train rather than, like... Penal, these are Collingwood demographics. Oh, okay, they'd probably be you right. You can't relate. Then. These people travel to go to games. Ooh. I they don't even go to Etihad. I went to Etihad once last year, man. Was it for the finals? They don't play they finals don't... at Etihad. They should have. They should have. That's, That's what the they said about Cardinia like... Park, and then Fremantle got forced over there. They should have oh. played the oh, dogs final at Etihad. <laughs> yeah. They should have played what? The dogs final at Etihad last year. <laughs> and not because it's the dogs home. Like, Etihad's fine. Like, like that cr- would never have gotten They got 55 than... pretty short of that final. Yeah, they would have never gotten, like, more than 60 anyway. So And a, and a full Etihad is better than a half full MCG in terms of atmosphere. Yeah. Just look at that. No, nah, that was a good game. Just look that. at that kill the Geelong game from a couple of years ago. I think they had 54 there. Mm. Yeah, that's, it, that's it was like exactly basically capacity. Etihad capacity. Like, <laughs> I made a 54 joke, idiots. Oh. <laughs> See, no one else thought of that because we're not as obsessed with the dogs as you. Yeah. Right. How much bar thought have you been drinking, Morgs? I don't know, but I haven't mentioned my team 700 times like you have. <laughs> Nothing else on Sydney versus Collingwood or the stadium proposals. ANZ's a cow paddock. It's good when not playing any games there. Anyway. Yeah, except potentially a final if they host it. Oh, no, 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 not potentially. It has to be there. There's a contract that ANZ have with... I know. The Will the AFL pay them out? Will the Swans yes. get bailed out again? Yeah, well, this was a contract but they, before, but they can't so provide it's... the service to the members, so ANZ won't agree to that. That's their stipulation. If there's a final, it goes back to ANZ because they can't they can't hold up their end and of the bargain. So all of a sudden, the ground that doesn't host a game all year, the Coles don't play it all year, it'll be a neutral venue. Exactly right. You've just given away your home advantage. You dickheads. Doesn't really matter. Sydney aren't getting past the first finals round, in my opinion. They won't even make the final. <laughs> That's why your opinion doesn't matter. Oh, that was harsh. <laughs> this is a bit more power wanking. But no, these stadium proposals are fucking ridiculous. I would like to know what's actually happening <laughs> that Eddie's trying to cover with this. Yeah, spot. there's no way the Richmond proposal comes out of nothing. It's like someone needs to go and check the states. That said, fucking unicorns or horses or whatever. So something, something's <laughs> something's in the water, Richmond. I've got a theory, right? What if? Collingwood Stadium had some kind of weird mascotty or themed name idea, and Richmond's horses. It's not called Collingwood Stadium. Collingwood <laughs> Stadium. Eddie's Eddie Stadium. Eddie Eddie Land. Land. So right. What if that, ha- that had something to do with horses in the in the proposal, and Richmond have come out with this crazy idea to try and beat them to the punch. Speaking of beating to the punch, let's move on to North are looking to push Hawthorne out of Tassie, and the AFL are behind it. Penal. They're kicking you out of home. I think their reasoning is because. You don't need it because you win premierships. Well, that's North. what they said. Tassie don't deserve premierships. Tassie deserve North. No, no, no. no. North deserves Tassie because, you know, everyone feels bad for North. They're kind of like the black sheep of the AFL at the moment. All their players are like 40 or something, so they'd be fitting perfectly in with Tassie's demographics. So they could use the extra support, and the AFL have said, hey, Hawthorne, you've been doing such a good job for so long. Time to let someone else have the spotlight. It's, They've you know, said, Hawthorne, you've sucked on the team. The we're, we're the prom, we're the fucking prom queens, right? North of the fucking <laughs> fat girl with braces in the corner without a date, who's fucking masturbating to hentai porn that night Kano. instead of getting laid with the star quarterback. So hey, have you been drinking the club the that's again? actually willing. Why does this happen? The club that's actually willing to go out there and try and help themselves cops it, but fucking spackos down at Whitnoval don't cop anything when they're just oh hey anyone no one's using this place in Ballarat are they? We go here. Fuck off. What the fuck do the dogs have to do with Hawthorne getting kicked out? Yeah. No, it's like North. Just is, no, this is just fucking When they try to get something. Like, yeah. 
At least they try. No one's having a crack at Northfield. We're having a crack at... Penal Haw- just had a go. Oh, well, yeah, Penal did. Um, well, that's because you're all having a crack at fucking Hawthorne. Uh, Hawthorne have been sucking on taxpayer <laughs> money, like common yes, for years. You've been, <laughs> you've been the sheep in wolf's clothing by sucking on the teat when everyone knows you're not interested. It's their home. Have, have those three premiership cups even been to Tasmania? They have. They go down every year. Have they been to Dingley? We take care of our Tasmanian supporters very well. So Hawthorne, so Hawthorne. Yeah, Taz is testament to well, that. officially moved the pets. three cups to their home ground in Launceston. <laughs> if Hawthorne are so committed to Tasmania, I want those cups in Hawthorne. No, because our home is in Melbourne and will always be in Melbourne. Home's unlike... a Waverley. That's not Melbourne. That's Waverley. They're Dingley. Their home is a tip and <laughs> Tasmania. That's not between a rock and a hard place. I'm thankful that we don't have to play that tip ever again. We've never won in fucking Tasmania. That's all. Maybe you should stop being shit. It's not always about you, Jose. Yeah, it is. Maybe this is a Fremantle dedicated episode. You rested a whole bunch of players one year going down there. Yeah, I know. They rest a whole bunch of players going down there every year. I'm pretty sure Pavlich has like only ever played one game there because they always leave him at home, at least in the last couple of years when he's been a bit older and, you know, he's more of a, I guess, flight risk. Pavlich and Sandlands <laughs> never fucking risk. play. No, I, mean, I don't mean well, that I in the, you know, blow up playing down. kind of way. I mean that in no, the... No, I, I, I meant we're in a Bombers 2003 play. skipping the country kind of way. <laughs> Royals. Yeah, we never went over there, so thank fuck. Shut up! Poor Hawthorne getting kicked out of Tassie, though. Oh, I mean, we've done our bit for Tassie, and no. maybe, yeah, like, it's time. Hawthorne. It's just like how Fitzroy got kicked out of Fitzroy and forced to fold. It's Hawthorne are teenagers time getting kicked let... out of the parents' basement. No, it, with the big brother, it's time to let the little girl have a go. I think Hawthorne's a teenager. Hang on, hang on, why is it a girl? Well, big... Make your sex a shit elsewhere. Wow, this is no, 2016, penal. I, I'm, we're talking about Del Santo, and there's there's not much of him there, so like you'd be confused for thinking Del Santo was, you know, just a sneak. Oh, nice save there, Pino. Yeah, that um, didn't work. Let's transition. Speaking of Nick Del Santo, did anyone see <laughs> North? Hey, I am the master brand? of the fucking Segway. No, no one, no one's seen Nick Del Santo's down there anyway. Oh, oh, sorry. Nick Del Santo's um kick for five grand. This is pretty funny. So did he kick the goal and someone gives North money? Someone else gave North money. Sure. <laughs> right, that, that seems like money grabbing whores there. They're becoming more inventful. No more tin rattling. Just kick a goal. Give us five grand. <laughs> the fans are meant to kick the goals and the club gives them money. <laughs> the, the players don't do what they're paid to do and the club gets money from someone. That's called a scam. I'm not sure what's worse. Brent Harvey winning a master or that five grand. Yeah. North ripping off their fans and no one bats an eye. <laughs> That's because their fans are all like their players. Too old and too senile to know any different. <laughs> Five grand kick. Is this the video? Yeah. Get it in there! I oh, guess who's not eating rice and beans for dinner? North. <laughs> <laughs> it's a feast at Arden Street, boys. This is Boomer's there in a second. <laughs> I mean, surely North can think of better ways to make money, like... Like re-raffling a car after Brayshaw wins it and donates it back. <laughs> Oh dear. It is pretty fucking ridiculous. Why? Why? We sponsor a player and we get nothing for it. No one talks about us. Someone just gave him five grand and North got exposure for it. You could have sponsored Jordan Dugowie and got something for it. Well, I tried and I tried to even offer more money. Mm. Money does not equal speech, Morgs. See, at Collingwood, brown paper bags don't work. (laughs) Anything else on Law North? No. One other thing. Okay, we did talk about the horses and we are coming to something that's not as cringeworthy, but it probably wasn't far off it 
in the what the fuck were they thinking stakes, but the port Pokemon. Oh my god. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. Oh, the- <laughs> port Adelaide players were Pokemon that will be fucking useless trash Pokemon we wouldn't care about except for Wingard. Yeah, no, Jasper Pittard would be a fucking Magikarp. <laughs> No, Magikarp is upside, though. It can turn no. into Gyarados. I don't see Pidard becoming fucking Bruce Duel. Oh, maybe not, but what were they thinking? I like, they're also picking something that's older than their football club, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pokemon have more history than Port Adelaide. Pokemon yeah, first got created in 1992 and released in 96, so again, Port. In 1996, well, so that's exactly one spirits. year older than Port Adelaide. Port Power established 1997. And they try to leech off, like, Pac-Man and shit to claim to be older. It's like, it's <laughs> Port Adelaide even original, though. I mean, they rip off Pokemon. Their entire shtick is based off it's soccer it's songs. I mean... Yeah, and it's their song, and it's completely manufactured. I mean, they they, have, their clubs... They do have... The, the Port Pirates, they really have an identity crisis, don't they? Yeah. Who was the best Port Pokemon? Yeah, I, could... uh, I can't actually remember what they were. There's no such thing as the best Port Pokemon. I think the Ollie Wines and Matrick one was quite accurate. We know he's been juicing up. <laughs> Like the fat one, like or uh, something. Jose, now that you've it's said awesome. that, we're going to get a million port button mashes on <laughs> for this. They can mash me um, as much as they, they want. They do not like it when you imply that. Oh, I tried uh, looking for it. Do you know what happened? Go port people, mash 404. Like that. They took it down. Oh, the port Pokemon thing's been taken down. Yes, mm. from their website. They Google cache to the rescue. Is that cache or cache? <laughs> it's cache, isn't it? No, it's cache. It's cache. No, it's quickie. Anyway, let's move on to the questions and we have a couple first one comes from one eye sainter 66 our newest and most dedicated listener yes he wants to know how many games essen's gonna lose by over 100 points i'll go 10 at least 10 no way i'm gonna say i do not know how many they lose by over 100 points but i think someone's gonna beat them by the big two zero zero probably someone like west coast skiing the fuck all over them i reckon but, they're gonna yeah. lose at least 15 because they play by 100 points by 100 yeah. points collingwood will do them by 100 points twice I reckon no, we don't we don't plan twice, off. so we can't. Well, I still reckon there's free down. I still think they're gonna lose. You'll still find a way. Yeah, I mean, find that a bad. Bad. They'll still beat Carlton though. We yeah, beat them by hundred points. They'll lose to Fremantle by ten. If Fremantle <laughs> beat them by hundred points, that's how much trouble they're in. Like you know that score Yeah, but it's an early rounds game. Um, look, so we'll beat them by hundred points. You, I'm sure you'll find if you looked at their history, they're good in early rounds games. Yeah, this is where they're still pepped up. This is when they beat Carlton early season. So we don't think fifteen. Who reckons the lowest? number i'll go with 16 you know they're, they're oh. just a mess oh i'm going with six just six yeah i reckon nine but there'll be a 200 in there i reckon 10 who, who do you reckon's gone to the 200 that's the question a mid-table team that needs the percentage someone like I, maybe adelaide i'll go yeah. with adelaide as well adelaide or, or gws if they're up there because adelaide's playing Essendon at home west coast with kennedy to potentially kick 17 kennedy to drop it like seriously west coast is the kind of team that put you to the fucking sword no hooker no hurley you know kennedy's gonna have a field yeah. day on whoever their fucking defense are. That's it. Dempsey. If Hawthorne get a bit of angry up about them, because Essendon have thrown a few barbs at Hawthorne and Mitchell with the sledge, Hawthorne might actually, usually they take the foot off the gas when they bury a team. I could see Hawthorne getting really, really almost vindictive on Essendon. Well, I, I, I honestly, I think if, if, if we wanted to, we could beat them by 300, no problem. <laughs> but, you know, it's a long season and we need a, the cherry ripe for September, obviously. So I, I don't know if we'll go 100%. Might, might, might have to settle for 200. I reckon we'll beat it by 15 points. Oh, jeez, Morgs. You're not playing finals, then. Kangaroos Forever wants to know, this is the second question, uh, what's shit at West Horsham, Pufferfish, Bathwater North, or Goo slash Handbagger shit fights? 
So what was the question? Worst shit fights on the bay. That's awesome. Easy. With Geelong and Hawthorne, you, know, you can bait them on, and you got Taz Hawk, you got you got Ultra Rob. Ultra Rob's pretty good, I'm going to say that now. Normally I'd have said West Horsham, but honestly, I've read that Geelong's debt thread, and there's... Oh, it's so no. shit. That is the worst thread in the history of but the But what bay. I like about it is it's just in one thread. Like, yeah, exactly. They're not, they're not killing everyone <laughs> everywhere. Like, we're not well, reading about it, because I genuinely never read the thread, and so I don't care about that. I don't have to see it all the time. It's like the Divi van for Hawthorne you have, You haven't seen the thread? Because Northern Lights goes in there. I don't care where it goes. I'm supposed to read that thread, and I don't read that thread if I can avoid it. I leave it for Chappie to do. The thing about the West Horsham shit fight is that it's just they spot up the bay with their inane, useless horse shit. I mean, just shut the fuck up, you inbred Like, in the same twats. way that Jose makes everything about them, they make everything about each other. Yeah, <laughs> they so do. Like, like, okay. it's, it's like, oh, Port Adelaide are playing West Coast this week. Oh, fuck Adelaide. Like, okay, yeah. The thing it. about the thing about the Geelong Hawthorne shit fights is that on both sides you've got some quality posters who can really effectively troll the opposition, like KP and uh, Jesse like on Geelong's side, and then you have Bosk and Shep and that from from the Hawks. So, um, <laughs> Shep and, and Ugak, obviously, you know. With the- this month on the Bay, what do we have? For threat of the month. I like the uh, good bloke bingo. That's come on really well. Oh, good bloke bingo. I do like good bloke bingo. Yeah, Ugak's threads decent. Oh, the big footy decoration story. I thought that was pretty good. Uh, it was okay. I like the boldest or bravest prediction for it. That was also very good to see good predictions and all that. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Cookie. Yeah, I think it should, oh. that should have been a divvy van, in my opinion. You fair income Cookie. That was shameless. <laughs> I, I thought it was good. Legit. Stevie Swanee had an alright one. Why does the Lord shit upon us in round one again? We can't give the award to an Elias now. I liked players reacting to signs. Yeah, that was funny. For some reason, the Richmond is shit thread has been on the front page for a long time. I'd like that to go away. <laughs> I'm happy to give it to good bloke bingo. I actually, I do like this. thread that's been there for a day, dingbats. Okay, would you rather give it to Pork's thread? No, narcissist. Well, oh, he talked then... about me. Wank, wank. No, he did not talk about me, actually, in that thread. It's okay, good. you talk about you enough. Wow. <laughs> we could give it to Daryl Braithwaite's song. That was a very yeah, that one, that was pretty yeah, good. Richmond, Daryl Braithwaite. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that, that thread's actually pretty good. Talks, was funny. Okay, so we're going to give it to that one. The Morg. Oh, we're giving it to Morg. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it was a funny thread, so it was really good, yeah. Okay, fine. You win, Morg. Ah, <laughs> winner! I win to pre-seasons. I might not have won Survivor, but I won something. Morgs, two. Royals, none. Flog of the month. Who we got? I've got for every single member of the Western Bulldogs. We have a new breed of puffer fish in town, and they're the puffer dogs. And there's only puffy dogs. The pu- puffy dogs at Bender. And I nominate Whites. Cookie for poster of the year. No, there's only one puffer fish. It's a puffer fish. Dogs can be the bathwater drinkers. It's That's that's well, a meme. I'm going to put a foot down on that. If people start trying to puffer fish the dogs, no, they're bathwater drinkers. and more. Make fetch happen. They're fucking dogs yeah. with a shitload of fur that bark and like annoying little things. They just want to punch They're in the face. They're just so yappy. You're so yappy. I can't wait to kick your heads in. I want to nominate VJ Knight. The obsession tracker is made for him. The obsession tracker is made for him, and it's getting ridiculous how often he's spitting rage. Like the essence thing's just about finished, but no one cares anymore, guys. No one cares. He will turn just about any thread into an Essendon one, and he did it with a decent one the other day. I can't remember what it was, but like other than VJ, it's Hawthorne supporters that. Like, it's a, him and it's Bosk and it's Thrawn. And H2F and he's shit thread. I'm also have Bunk Morland as well. You can't just come on in the bay, make a troll when you fucking disappear when your club's in this shit. Yeah, that's not bad. defend, in my opinion. Like, he's gone big wacko now over the Essen thing. Like, the Essen thing's done and over and he's, you know, still thinking it's prime time TV. Yeah. 
Are we happy to give it to VJ? Because we're not giving it to the dogs as a whole. You've got to give me someone. Boy, dogs. We could give it to the Villa <laughs> Blues again. String of the King. Can you give it to Pops? Just bear like. Well, which one do you want to nominate? Robert Malloff Clay. I think Bond hasn't really been back on the bay for a while, but he has been stinking up the main board. Otherwise, if he oh, was yeah. on the bay, he'd be a certainty to take it out. The King Jesse Hogan thing. He's like, Jesse Hogan had to do a press conference talk and all that. He's like, oh, he called a press conference to bag David King. Oh. It was David Schwartz. Fuck the dogs. Seriously, they had a chant of Boydie going up when he took a mark. He took one <laughs> mark and they were chanting his name. All 14 of them. Fuck off. It was a good <laughs> mark, though. Only uh, $1 million per mark, though. That's Nat numbers. I was going to say, it's for any dog supporter listening, Paddy McCartan will be a far better footballer and not an overrated spud. Darcy Moore will eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. And Ryan Bob Burton is going to be better than all of them put together. Mabia Cho is... Is Magic <laughs> Door number two? <laughs> Whatever Fremantle player is their next key forward would be better. <laughs> Let's not go overboard. Dale Thomas. No, that's, that's a good, I guess, <laughs> accurate comparison considering Paddy McCartan and, yeah. So VJ wins it? VJ. VJ Knight, Bunk Morland, then Collective Western Bulldogs. Like, VJ, please, there's only like four of us on the bay regularly. Can you not be among Thank you. Last week's poll, your favourite royal. 8.7% said Prince Heretier. 13% said Queen Mahogs. Yes, I didn't lose the most. 21.7% said the Prince of Perth. <laughs> and 56.5% said Jack Watts is my queen. Well, I think if you actually look in the comments of that thread, you'll find the overwhelming winner was actually the write-in vote of Princess Penal. So... <laughs> Royalty is something you get given, penal. It's not something you can take. You were born into it. You don't. Yeah, you're born into it. Yeah. So I'd like to thank Richard at the disco pack lunch, and you don't know Jack for voting for me. (laughs) The money's on the way. Getting you ahead of Heretier, you get the last. At least I didn't log in as my alias and vote for myself. (laughs) I say. Well, I didn't do that. Liar. The only time was I didn't vote by my alias. Hang on, hang on. I didn't do that. (laughs) The only time. He's already scrambling. Let's look forward a bit, but first we're going to go at the predictions because penal wasn't here last week. And Jose, obviously, since it's his new episode, wasn't here either. So we'll take predictions for the season from the pair of you. Which one of you wants to go first? I'll go first. Jose's been practicing it for him. Yep, I have. Yeah, he's, he's waiting to say Fremantle the for the Fremantle flag. Fremantle will be Fremantle. <laughs> Fuck off, Jose. Fremantle will win, like, unexpectedly out of the blue. Everyone will be, like, riding them off and they come in and win somehow. They beat Paul. Somehow, you need to. Yeah, somehow you just fall into it. Oh, you can. This is not like a coin does in an elimination final. You don't just fucking somehow win it. <laughs> The AFL's not made up of unicorns, no matter how much we tried to pretend. Like, you, don't have to, a, you don't get to ride into the grand final on a white unicorn. Mm. <laughs> Even if Nat Fife would love to do that. Bigger, biggest rise will be Melbourne. The biggest fall will be West Coast, because West Coast have a tough fixture this year. We know how oh, West so Coast so fall under the big market. pressure. And the wooden spoon's a lot easier. It'll be Carlton. They lost <laughs> it. So many people ops. picking Carlton for the spoon. What's your bold? The premiership one, clearly. Yeah, the <laughs> <laughs> premiership one. <laughs> GWS will make the final, but Gold Coast won't. That's not bold. Come on, go out there. Richmond will win an elimination final. Oh, come on. That's just unrealistic. They're riding on the horse. So he's saying they won't be top four and they'll win a final. They won't be top four, but they'll win an elimination final. Oh, no. That'll get him another extension. (laughs) Exactly. That'll see him through to 2024. Hey, at least your extension, at least your prediction has time to come true. Mine already failed. Yeah, so did teachers. Clarko didn't belt anyone. (laughs) 
<laughs> what was your what was your bold prediction, Cookie again? Hardwick will be sacked by round ten. Oh, he still might be. We could go zero ten. Penal. I can't see yeah. losing a game. <laughs> I think this will surprise absolutely nobody, but I think Hawthorne are going to win the premiership this year. I think we'll beat the dogs in the grand final. Uh, sorry, yes. Morgs. No, just probably the biggest If I get to watch him lose a grand final, <laughs> I think that's your bold prediction as well, Penal, because doggies can't make it past the prelim. That'll be my goo forever. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest riser. So you saying that being your goo forever actually comes back to the West Horsham point of them being more interested in what the other one is doing? See, that's that's. No, I'm, I'm more interested in the fact that they might actually do something one time. Isn't it? Yeah, no. I, 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 mean, I mean, I guess if it's um not her own team, then you know you may as well barrack for the dogs to lose. This is like the, the people who have the like I support Collingwood and anyone who beats Carlton. Like, it's not a new thing, guys. Yeah, but you're doing it for the dogs. Yeah, well, oh, I'm I'm sorry that I'm the outlier that doesn't follow the crowd, you fucking sheeple. Okay, so yeah, biggest riser, like as I said, I think probably going to be the Melbourne. Penal, penal is the biggest riser. <laughs> Four fawn. Biggest faller will be North. North are a mess. They're a waste, and they are they are going to fall. Someone's bitter about being pushed out of home. They are going to fall so so low down the ladder to fifteenth or something. They just have no good players, like under thirty five. So wooden spoon. I think uh, Essendon will win the wooden spoon. I think them and Cart will both get one win and yeah. Essendon will have the worst percentage just because they get flogged every week. So, yeah. And uh, crazy prediction will be Sam Mitchell to take home two Brownlows in the space of a week, a month, however long they take to <laughs> hand his rightful 2012 medal to him. And then obviously he'll take out the 2016 medal as well. Let's move on to this week and we'll go through the tips. And it begins with, as DB Swanee said, yeah, the Richmond-Carlton game. Look, I wonder how many players could have got injured against Port Adelaide and we would still win this game. You could feel <laughs> Half a team, you'd still win. Yes, we will win. We could play Yaron and we would win. He'd still probably be fitter than some of their players in Fat Club. Yeah, eight goals. Be rusty, but we'll win by eight goals. I reckon 50 points. My tipping thread says that. Oh, Ten boy. goals. You find a whole two points. Ten goals, minimal. Richmond will win and they'll win quite easily. Richmond will lose. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, this is like Chris Newman's tears like all over again. Oh, no, nah, not even remotely. Melbourne versus the Giants. I'd say the team of the mind. Mighty Giants. Yeah. Yeah, giants are winners. I back Melbourne to get the job done at home and a much improved team. I reckon Melbourne will put up a fight, but Giants are just going to run over them by 40 points. GWS will win. It'll be very close, but Melbourne will lose by a goal. All right, let's play margin on the next one. Gold Coast versus Essendon. 180. I think Essendon will win this game. Bullshit. And they'll get they get all the delusional people saying they'll win, you know, they'll win flags, stuff like that, and then they lose every other game by 100 points. No, you don't think that. Yeah, I think Essendon will win this. Oh, fuck off, Jose. Gary this, this is why we never had him on before today. <laughs> This is why like nice things. Gary Ablett is going to get 60 disposals against Essendon. You guys playing. will be feeding on my tears when I have that whopper. And Gold Coast winners <laughs> by 70 points. Yeah, Suns by 12 goals, I reckon. They'll beat him by more than they've North. Yeah, Suns 85 points, I think. Bombers in a close one. The goal. Jesus. Jose's cold hard tips are thing of the past. <laughs> yeah, you know what else is cold and hard? A pile of shit that's been left in the freezer. <laughs> and that's what your tips are right now. <sighs> I was going to say it's a core. But that also works with the carcass of accident. Yeah, but someone would probably try and have sex with that corpse, you know, bombers or Aaron <laughs> or someone. North versus Adelaide. This one's interesting. It's it Eddie had. I reckon Adelaide's going to win this 30 what, points. The game, nobody. <laughs> Adelaide have a really good record at 
Eddie had, so I'm going to tip Ben. <laughs> North have a really bad record of winning the first game of the season. I was thinking that, yeah. This happened last year where the Crows smacked them in round one. Yeah, North's record against Adelaide in general was not good. So that at Eddie had and in round one, it's made for an Adelaide win. Should you go North Melbourne? Adelaide with the new coach too. I'm going to go the Crows. North are going to get piked. <laughs> They're going to get a pike up the ass. No, I think North's going to get Scott Furry and win. No. Just being due yep. for something doesn't mean it's going to happen. Yeah. Colas versus Collingwood at the SCG. Collingwood. Oh, shit, I would book me a combination of A and Z. I think that extra bus ride is just going to take it all out of Collingwood. Colas. No, I actually think Collingwood's going to win. As I said, Collingwood will reach top four this year, so they're going to speed Sydney. Collingwood players and supporters will be totally lost in the unfamiliar <laughs> surroundings now that they won't be in Western Sydney, and Sydney will win. Sydney will win. So what, we had familiar surroundings interstate? No, fuck off. We no, because it's just like... We go to Sydney every year, Western this Sydney. This is the second time we've been to New South Wales this year. Fuck, we're like the travelling Wilburys. Um, stop moving about travelling. That was just a name. Collingwood. Casolo, four goals. And he won't piss on the ground. Why not? <laughs> because he's too scared one of them will start drinking it. Doggies <laughs> versus Frio. Frio. Uh, dogs. Easily. Mm, yeah, dogs. Frio are undermanned. Reckon dogs will come out firing. Eight goal Cow. win coming up. What's firing? Tom Boyd will take a mark. <laughs> Tom Boyd will take <laughs> one mark and kick one behind. Kelly will be a lot better than Jack Billings. Well, that's just lies. Lies and slander. And Stringer will bring the rest. Uh, Stringer will kick two goals and 12 behinds, but, you know, Freo will only kick two goals for their whole team. So that'll Nat Fife to replace Anna Huffwood, rack up five goals, and Ted Doggy's a new arsehole. Not that there's anything wrong with yeah. that. No, Fremont will win by, it'll be 99 to 54, so I reckon. Ah, <laughs> 54. Exactly. <laughs> Jose did a funny. And he made sure Frio only got to 99, too. Exactly. You stole half the joke, Jose. Sorry, Jose, that we had to explain your joke. See, we can't use that joke on Frio. We can't say, like, 54 or 66. We, we oh, The only thing we can say with them is zero, because they've got zero flags. <laughs> to be it's fair, like zero. Never. Zero is like their average score line, so it works perfectly. <laughs> it's like the amount of players you have in your forward line. Like z- <laughs> yeah, exactly, we're all defending. Jose's coughing it. Puffers versus Saints. Speaking of 66, that's how much we're going to lose by. Except we're <laughs> oh. wearing our jumpers. Getting in early. Port will win. It'll be closer than 66, though. It'll be 69. Right, I think the Port Pokemon, they're going to smash them all. I will predict at least one Jasper Pittard lulls moment, though, when he'll be like, he'll be, he'll <laughs> be, one? he'll be Snorlax. And he'll get run down by Paddy McCartan or something. Uh, I reckon he'll get run down by Josh Bruce <laughs> from behind. He wouldn't know he was a footballer. <laughs> Is he carrying a surfboard? I'm going for Port, and I think Magitarp will be the... Uh, get- <laughs> Magitarp. <laughs> <laughs> I made a Pokemon joke. <laughs> Magitarp. Oh, that is, that is gold, Jerry. Enough of the Port Adelaide Magitarps. <laughs> Man, so between, between this and the Ollie, Ollie Wines Machoke thing, there's going to be so many mashes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's go on to West Coast versus Brisbane. and I think this is a margin bet, but... Oh, Brisbane will win, clearly. Jose? Brisbane go to WA and like only score 40 points. Another team like pumps them by about 60 billion. 60 billion, eh? That's more than... Penal's 300, West Coast. West, West Coast, Coast is going to win about 150 points. Kennedy to kick like 12, get the X's off the flyer. Actually, yeah, do the X's win this week? Yeah, X's will win this week. Yes, X's, X's win. win. We get X's win. We need to start adding that to our tips. The dynasty is really beginning. We're going to win more flags than Hawthorne. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going for West Coast. Is Dane Beams playing? Does it matter? Yes. I think he's out for like the first two months or something. Has he got one of those mysterious injuries? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. He has a mysterious he's injury. He's got another one of those mysterious in- injunction injuries. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. 
Yeah, nice, he nice. does. For the second time in his career. Just like Buddy did last year for the second time in his like, career. Oh, God. Oh, so it was like cocaine. strikes between them. I hope there wasn't any clenbuterol in it. <laughs> he doesn't eat the meat anymore. Like, Buddy used to eat meat, but then Sharon moved away. <laughs> Anyone give Brisbane a chance? No. Not even with no. 17 best and fairest winners. West Coast by lots and lots and lots. And finally, Easter Monday, Geelong versus Hawthorne. In the Get the Fuck Out Cup. The loser yep. needs to leave the bay. Well, good thing we'll be winning then. So, fuck off. Farewell, supporters. Farewell, Teach. Well, Teach is already gone. Goodbye, <laughs> <laughs> Kathy. So, now to smash Geelong. I mean, Geelong are a crap football team. They only have Dangerfield. Dangerfield to dominate every other recruit they got to sput it up. What do you mean? They're, like, winning everything, aren't they? Apparently, yeah. We won the... We clocked the draft. We... This is the start yeah. of their next yeah. um, their next dynasty without back-to-back. No, they, they... See, they traded out all their, like, top 70 picks. But, you know, the guy they picked up at, you know, 74 or whatever... Wiley Buzzer. He, he's going to be a superstar. Like, we traded all our yeah. picks forever for Adam Trelaw, but... Because they unearthed gold with Billy Smets at pick 15. So just just wait till you see what they got at and pick And Reece Stanley at pick 21. It's all right. They've got that Jordan... <laughs> That fucking Benjamin Button, Jordan Murdoch guy. He looks like he's 70 years old. He is the oldest human on the list. He should play for North. I reckon Hawthorne are going to win this easily. Well, this is where we need to just tell us you can all go and get well, fucked. You, gonna... you can get fucked. You can bitch. go get fucked. See, he, he's, he's got to tip last. Oh, Peter, you can tip last. You're tipping. Right. He is tipping last. <laughs> Oh. I was waiting for Teach, but... Well, yeah, so we'll win by 40 points. All right, this was the Flogcast for round one. The horse whisper from Richmond Starburns, joined by Cookson. Goodbye, all. Penal. See ya. Morgs. So long, farewell, I'll feel like saying goodbye. And for his first appearance, very few fuck-offs this week, but Jose. Bye. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you all next week. Fuck off, Jose. Yeah, fuck <laughs> off, Jose. Fuck off with your tips. <laughs>